second intermission here at J. Tom Wall Arena. Mike Mackin, John Leahy with you, and the score after two is BU 2, Merrimack nothing. Joining us for the second intermission here is Kyle Singleton, the Warriors sophomore forward from Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, first of all, Kyle, uh, second period, BU gets a couple of goals. It looks like they did a pretty good job defensively as well, shutting you guys down. And, and offensive chances did, did not come the way they did in the first period. What do you guys need to do to turn things around? Um, yeah, they're clogging us up pretty good, obviously. Like you said, we didn't have many chances at all, except uh, they're late in the period on the power play. But uh, they just need to stick with it. I mean, two goalies, we're seeing hockey, so a couple shots go either way. They just need to find uh, more pucks to the net is really the thing. They're getting a lot blocked, so just find a couple through and get some traffic and see what happens. What was the game plan coming into the game, and what did you guys talk about this week that you needed to try to accomplish? Uh, obviously, BU is a quick group, and they put a lot of pressure on you. So, I mean, all week in practice, we work on just advancing the puck quick, no matter, trying not to set it up a lot, just advance it quick, just get up the ice, and try to create uh, two-on-one opportunities, uh, like just singling out one of their D-men and just getting into the net and just getting those little chances. Looked like the uh, breakout on the power play early on. They had some trouble. They got some a couple four checkers in on you, but you guys were able to do better and better as the game went along. And that last, uh, I know there's only 42 seconds left, but it's still a lot of time. Some good chances there. Their goalie had to make a good save. Uh, uh, Collins rang one off the post there late. So got to at least, you know, I know you, you got to find positives, but maybe those are positive things they can find here coming into the third. Yeah, absolutely. Our power play unit's been kind of up and down, and we've been switching a lot of personnel in and out. So it's kind of just getting on the same page is kind of one of those power play things, but once they get it in the in the zone and spread it out and get the, the defense to kind of move and get them out of out of the box, then uh, then they can get shots through and get those better looks, which I think they are, uh, you know, in the second there, and then hopefully here in the third with 20 minutes left, we can find some chances. Let me ask you, as one of the guys who plays, who's played on both the power play unit and the penalty killer, how much do things change from week to week as the opponent changes? I mean, are you guys targeting things specifically to the team that you're going to play and their tendencies, or how much of it is just the things that you guys need to do to be successful? Yeah, a little bit. We, we obviously try to look at some things the teams do. Uh, more power play. Uh, obviously the PK... Uh, the special teams, we uh, kind of just stick to our own game plan uh, week in and week out, but but definitely the power play teams, teams do different stuff, pressure, some don't pressure, so we definitely look at that and we just try to try to key on what they do. And your game in particular, I mean, you become one of the key guys there on the penalty kill and also, you know, you seem to be comfortable in that spot in front of the net on the power play. Yeah, yeah, I just try to, try to go out there and contribute any way I can, just working hard and trying to get some chances, hopefully score some goals, but you know, I like the role I play, and it's a lot of fun, so. Well, I need to ask you, of course, I mean, not a lot of players, it seems, do come out of Oregon. How do you, uh, you know, how, how does a guy like you end up playing hockey in Oregon? Yeah, it was good, actually. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people ask me that same question, but, uh, you know, they got a WHL team there, a major junior team, so there's, there's actually some good hockey exposure, and I was fortunate enough to have a good head coach there when I played uh, minor hockey there. He was a uh, scout for the Winterhawks, who was the WHL team. So I had some good exposure and um, a lot of travel, obviously, being in that area. But uh, I got my looks and then, uh, you know, made a junior team and then here I am. So I was fortunate. But, yeah, not a lot of kids come out of there, that's for sure. 
How old were you when you started playing hockey, and how did you take up the game? Um, let's see, I was born in San Jose. I started playing hockey when I was four. And uh, my dad took me to my first Sharks game, I think, when I was four. So that's why ever since I went to that first game, they uh, actually remember it quite well. They played the Lightning, and they won 5-2. And then ever since then, I uh, started out with roller hockey, actually, and then quick tie. I went uh, pretty much straight to ice hockey that year, too, and haven't looked back since. So that's interesting then. I mean, we knew you were from the West Coast. I didn't know that you actually were originally from California. It seems like there's a lot of guys that come out of there and, and, and you start off playing roller hockey and then you end up playing ice hockey at some point. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people know that. I actually I actually lived in San Jose until uh, I was 10. So even though people say I'm from Portland, I'm, I'm originally from California. But yeah, definitely like uh, Kyle Biggles, I'm pretty sure uh, he started playing roller hockey too down there in Southern California. I think it's obviously with the weather, it's kind of more like that. But hockey's getting pretty big out there for sure. And then you played in the BCHL before you came here at Westside Park, played for Coach Darren Yopik. How was that playing for him? Uh, good, yeah. I, I loved Yopik. He was a great coach and uh, great guy, too, easy to talk to. And, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. He coached there my, my 19 and 20-year-old year juniors, and obviously that's how I got the connection here, and so far I love it. Which of the guys, I mean, Merrimack's had a number of guys now from Westside. You played with some of the guys there? Yeah, yeah, I played with, uh, obviously, Brendan Ellis, Quinn Gould, uh, Matt Cronin, one of the freshmen, and uh, we were going to have another one, Isaac Berglund. He uh, ended up not coming, but he was supposed to come, and, and definitely a lot of guys throughout the throughout the league, not just, just our team, but in Hockey East, uh, I've played in the BCHL, and i played against them, so it's, it's a good league, a lot of exposure. So then you came to Merrimack here, and it's, uh, I mean, obviously it's a small school. What, what were the things that appealed to you? Um, I like the, the small atmosphere. I, I kind of went to a smaller high school, and uh, I kind of like the, the smaller class size with, with uh, you know, more one-on-one. And, and I like where the hockey pre- program was going, and, and most of all, I just, I like the coaching staff a lot. Uh, with Mark Denny, obviously a great, great coach, and with the two assistants, Coach Carr and Coach Stewart, uh, great. And, and obviously I knew some of the guys coming in, which has always helped, and so I just loved it, and it seemed like it was a good fit for me. What do you like to do when you're not playing hockey? Uh, lately I like playing uh, Halo 4, a brand new video game. Uh, been online quite a bit, but uh, I don't know, just hang out with the guys, listen to music, uh, obviously do homework. I don't know if I love doing that, but certainly something I have to do, but that's pretty much what I'm doing in my spare time. All right, before we let you go, third period coming up here, down two to nothing. Obviously, the next goal in this one is big. Uh, what, what, what what needs to happen here? Uh, well, like you said, definitely need the next one. Uh, if we went down three nothing, I mean, nothing's impossible, but definitely uh, tall hill to climb. But yeah, I definitely want the next one. And just like I said, it's just a simple place. Don't need to do anything complicated. We just need to work as a team. No one needs to go independent. And hopefully, like I said, a couple shots, a couple bounces go your way. All right, thanks, Kyle, for joining us. We appreciate it, and we'll wish you best of luck from here on. Yeah, thank you. All right, Kyle Singleton, our guest here in the second intermission. The score is BU2 and Merrimack nothing.